We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll never call off fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey, double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hop Hall of Fame for dirt, we love you with a deep breath. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Hi, I'm Kyrie Irving. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the Mavs Step, Step Back, Back Podcast. Waiting on my fall off. I'll never call off. Fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey. Double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Bad court nasty. I wonder who gon' check him. Cuban did his thing when he went and got number 11. I still got his picture on my wall at 707. Feel synonymous with Kyrie, how we both train with aggression. Competition obsolete. Trying to breathe life into my dreams. I'm so tired of sleep. Still got some work from last season that was incomplete. So hungry for redemption. Thank my boys, that's my overheat. Like Luca with his three of them hit. My mic is prone to overheat. I pride myself the most. I'm 22 and my folks proud of me. I took the heart away since I was 10. Was no surprise to me. A step back mass blowing up was no surprise to me. And I'm speaking honestly. Seven. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Merry Christmas to all of you. Uh, the Mavs are having a very good Christmas. Uh, and by the way, if you didn't know already, of course you do, because you come in every single ep- episode. I'm Dalton Trigg. This is Drew Johnson. Uh, joining me on this lovely, uh, I would say, Christmas night, but it's now the 26th because that game started at 9.30 and has rolled on into uh, Tuesday. So uh, the Mavs, they took on the Phoenix Suns. They built a 15-point lead uh, early in the game. They got it trimmed to 10 at halftime. They ended up trailing going into the fourth quarter by one, and they were trailing by as many as six, I believe, in that fourth quarter, and then they turned it on. Uh, Luca, he was on the entire game. We kind of figured that this was what was going to happen, Luca playing in Phoenix, a place he just loves to play in, um, uh, on Christmas. And then, you know, he got his man, Derek Lively, the second back, after he missed about four or five games with an ankle sprain. And he was just dominant. The Mavs ended up winning the game 128 to 114. They just ran away with it in the final five to six minutes of the fourth quarter. Luca 
His final stat line for this one was 50 points. Now, before the game, I said that, you know, I saw a video of him running like a little jolly kid through the hallways of the Phoenix Suns facility. <laughs> I was like, he is about to have a 50-point triple-double. Didn't quite get that, but <laughs> 50 points. Shot 15 of 25 overall, 8 of 16 from three, a perfect 12 of 12 from the free throw line, which is amazing for Luca. Uh, also had, they updated it here, 15 assists for Luca, six rebounds, four steals, three blocks. That is a dominant performance. He was engaged on both ends of the floor. Uh, he is... I've, I've run out of words to describe this guy, DJ. He is 24 years old, and he is one of the best players I have ever seen in my lifetime. He, he is that good. So I have some more things I want to say. I've already talked a good bit to open this one, but, I mean, what are your initial reactions from what we just watched, from Luca specifically and then the Mavs in, in general? Well, I'll start off by saying this, you know, like you, I kind of perused Twitter a little bit and uh, there was a guy on there. He's his like tag is like Devin Booker's muse or something. I don't know what the hell that is, but <laughs> anyway, it means a lot coming from a Phoenix fan for someone to say this, that we're not going to see someone like Luca for another 30 to 40 years. And I think I agree with that because I think that Luka Doncic might be the most skilled basketball player I've ever seen. You know, I'm not going to tell, say, sit here and tell you that he's the most athletic. He's not going to, you know, beat you down the floor. He's not going to out jump you. He's not going to outrun you. But his on court awareness might be the best I have ever seen. And it was on full display today. Um, and then, of course, you know, you have the passing, the ball handling, the shooting. The shooting was on full display today. Um, but the guy accounted for well over half of his team's points. Oh, yeah. To, I don't know the exact number. It was over 80, though, at yeah. least. It had to be. It had to be because <laughs> a lot of his assists were kickouts. So, I mean, now a lot of his assists were dumped down to Derek Lively, who did an outstanding job of finishing at the rim today. That's Dominant. something we haven't seen in years past. So thank God for Derek Lively, um, because now we have a lob threat. And we, we, we kept saying it in the, in the preseason that this would be tremendous for us. And lo and behold, you have to guard Derek Lively down there because they couldn't handle him. Phoenix just did not have an answer for him. So, you know, kudos to Lively and kudos to Luca for finding him. But back to Luca again, it's indescribable, you know, what he did tonight as far as his total impact. Again, I would like to see how many points he actually accounted for, points and assists, like yeah. scoring and assists combined. I would yeah, like I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody will end up you know, posting that, but man, uh, I mean, he, he just complete domination from start to finish. And, you know, the Mavs are 18 and 12 now. Uh, they, they're, they've won two straight games after they had lost three straight games. Luca missed that Houston game on the first night of a back to back, uh, to start this past weekend, came back, had a great game and a blowout win over the Spurs. And then to follow it up, with a Christmas Day performance like this is just 
is just crazy. Like he is, he is that guy. <laughs> he is one of the, you know, I, I was watching that game and he takes stuff so personally against mm-hmm. certain teams. And he, he loves playing against Devin Booker and this Phoenix Suns team. Uh, you know, there were some fans chirping at him on the sideline and, you know, he, he, that gets him going. He chirps back and wants to like, you know, show him who's boss, you know, kind of get back at him. He just has that killer instinct mm-hmm. and it's, it's stuff that you'd see from like, from Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, just that, that competitive edge that's just top tier. And that's what you see from Luca. And, you know, there's sometimes where, his workload is so insane that he does need, you know, to take a night off like we saw against the Rockets. But when he is fully healthy and he's got, you know, a semi-healthy roster, we saw it with Lively coming back tonight, who, like you said, was incredible. Lively ended up with 20 points, 10 rebounds, uh, and an assist. He was a plus 18 in 32 minutes, and he was 8 of 9 shooting from the field, which – He's the league leader in field goal percentage, so we shouldn't expect anything less from from Derek Lively. But uh, everything he puts up is a dunk, man. I mean, <laughs> he's perfectly set up for everything. So. Yeah, yeah. When, when you're when you're seven one and you have nearly a nearly a eight foot standing reach or whatever wingspan, I think it's almost an eight foot wingspan, and then he's got a like almost a nine foot standing reach or something like that. Mm-hmm. He just has – he's incredibly rangy. He has great hands. He has great feet. You know, for a rookie big, a lot of times they throw it down when people throw – bless you. When uh, when teams throw the ball down to a rookie big, you know, a lot of times they'll shuffle their feet and get called for a travel, and they just don't really look comfortable with it. Lively is comfortable. Like, there were a couple times where he was, you know, backing up KD close to the basket. And it didn't matter. Like he just turned around and flipped it up and in, you know. So great stuff from him. But yeah, Luca, he stole the sh- stole the show on this night. Uh, just an incredible Christmas Day performance. Now I'm looking at his stat line. It is amazing. Uh, but I- I'm also looking at the minutes too. He played 44 minutes in this game. And you know, as you know, I've told you. Uh, I have two nephews. I have a 12-year-old and an 11-year-old nephew. Shout out Clark and Evan if they're listening or watching this. Uh, But uh, my wife and I surprised them for Christmas. Their Christmas present from us is we are going to Dallas. We're going to that Mavs-Cavs game on Wednesday. And hopefully Luca plays in that game. It's not a bad – you know, they have a day off tomorrow. So I think, you know, I think he'll probably play. But, you know, hopefully he does – end up playing and I've, I've seen where Kyrie Irving has been active in pregame stuff these last couple of games. So I think, you know, he is about to make his return too. I have a, I have a feeling he's going to be back for that Mavs Cavs game, but you know, that's, uh, that's what I've got on the agenda for this, this coming week. We're going to do that and go, uh, go tour the Texas Rangers stadium and do a bunch of cool stuff out there. But Hopefully, you know, I was hoping because as you know, and I've mentioned it on this this pod before, but I was lucky enough to where my first ever Mavs game I attended in person happened to be when, you know, me and my family were just driving through Dallas. We happened to see a billboard. It was Mavs Suns, just like we saw tonight. 
uh, and it just so happened to be game five of the Western Conference Finals. So we got some tickets from a scalper, ended up sitting in the nosebleeds. It was great, great first experience, and Dirk dropped 50 on the Suns. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so I was hoping – you know, my uh, my nephews would get a similar experience, and they'd get the fifty point game from from Luca in their first time, and it came a game before that. So I'm not expecting Luca to put up another fifty. He can, obviously. Oh yeah. But you know, hopefully, hopefully it's a good time, regardless. But man, the Mavs they have navigated these injuries very well. Obviously, you'd like a little bit more in the win column than eighteen out of uh, thirty games, but I think given everything that has happened with Kyrie and his heel contusion, lively with his ankle injury, uh, Josh Green, who has been out for double-digit games now with an elbow sprain, Maxi Kleba, who has apparently uh, been launched into the, into orbit with his toe injury that we don't know anything about. Uh, <laughs> with everything, taking all that into consideration, I think if you told us – ahead of time, hey, this team is going to be 18 and 12 after 30 games, we'd be like, oh, okay, that's that's pretty cool. It's a lot better than Phoenix right now being 14 and 15. Um, and, you know, Bradley Beal seems to be damaged goods for them. He's His back yeah. is shot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but his back – apparently his back is shot because he just can't stay healthy. But, I mean, look, just going through the box score here, the starters for the Mavs absolutely dominated. And a lot of that is because Tim Hardaway Jr. started in place of Grant Williams, who continues to struggle. Uh, but the Mavs bench overall only scored 10 points. So out of, so out of 128 points, uh, the starters scored 118 of those points. And the bench just had 10 points. Crazy. So just going down the list here, we, we've talked about Luca. We've talked about Lively. Uh, Luca with 50, Lively with 20. Derek Jones Jr. had a good game. We were talking about it, you know, when he wasn't hitting. I think at one point he was like one of six from three, and we were like, maybe, maybe we shouldn't keep giving the ball uh, to Derek Jones Jr. if he's not making these threes. Well, he hit his last two. He ended up being yeah. three. Uh, he three made us eat our words. We had to eat crow <laughs> for that. I'll gladly eat crow over that. Give me some crow, baby. Make well, all the and and he did a good job driving at the end too. You know, he he went uh he had four free throw attempts. Oh yeah. He ended up hitting a couple baskets around the rim. He was a plus 15 in 35 minutes and ended up with 23 points. So, uh he did a great job. Tim Hardaway Jr., even though he wasn't coming off the bench, he was still, you know, doing his normal thing, scoring 18 points. Had seven rebounds. So, THJ getting on the boards in this one and had two, two assists and one steal. Oh, yeah. yeah, great defensively. Um, oh, there yeah. were several instances where he was able to draw some offensive fouls, just had some really good defensive possessions. So, I mean, I think that his value is as high as it's going to be right now. You know, I hate to talk I about agree. trading someone right after a good game, but guys, let's talk, right? I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elevate your ceiling, you know, try yeah. to try to bring in that other three and D wing and elevate your ceiling a little bit instead of going from the, you know, the pendulum swing of will Hardaway be really good or will he be really bad? Right, <laughs> right. Either get you a three and D wing or get you, for God's sake, get a backup center, get a backup center. That's what we need. We need it so bad. 
Dwight Powell, you know, I, I get it. You know, loyalty is great and everything. And we, we can give him that last roster spot. That's fine. But we got to give those minutes to somebody else, man. And I agree. It needs to be someone that is not currently on the roster. We need to go get somebody to back up yeah. Derek Lively. Um, I mean, it, nothing against Powell. He's just not big enough and he's not mobile enough to really do what it needs to be done, specifically on the defensive end. So, you know, that's a huge hole that needs to be addressed, I think. Oh, it has to be. That and adding – and honestly, I mean, it's kind of a toss-up. I, Given the way – given how the center position normally goes when you get to the postseason, I'd, I'd probably say adding that other 3 and D wing should probably take priority okay. over it. But they honestly, they need to try and do, you know – kill two birds with one stone kind of thing. They need to try and address both in, if not in the same trade in a couple different trades, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think they know that. I think the mass front office knows that. And I think they're going to do something to address it, you know, before the, Feb- I think the, the deadline is February 8th. So mm-hmm. less than 50 days away. Uh, from the trade deadline, and I, I think they'll definitely do something. There's some interesting, there's some interesting ideas out there. It doesn't necessarily have to be for a star, you know. I, I've written about this on DallasBasketball.com. Some of our other guys have thrown some scenarios out there as well. But you know, uh, one thing we've been interested in is Dorian Finney-Smith making his return uh, to the Mavs. So, you know, that's that's one way you could get a a three and D wing. You know, could you try and get Nick Claxton uh, from from the Nets, or maybe uh, Dayron Sharp? You know, a, a, a quality center, in my opinion, who yeah. hasn't really got the chance to uh, you know play big minutes. So that's the situation. Obviously, we've talked about the Bulls and trying to get Caruso and Andre Drummond from the sinking ship in Chicago. Uh, so I mean, look, there, there's a lot of different scenarios that we're going to be able to look at in the coming weeks and you know hopefully hopefully they're proactive and they try and do it because look if, if Kyrie's healthy if Lucas healthy if Derek Lively is healthy this team is going to be a problem in the regular season they're going to rack up some wins I think that's a given but to elevate their ceiling and to give them more potential for a long playoff run I think they do have to fill some of those holes and you know we'll see how it goes Okay, I got to ask you something uh, before I tell the the people listening about the sleeper app. How concerned are you with Grant Williams? Because this dude has, you know, the first 10 games of the season, he was on a tear. He was shooting like over 50% from three. Uh, He was playing great defense. And then ever since then, it just seems like he's fallen off a cliff. He's had one good game in the last, like, 12 plus uh, for the Mavs. And I don't know, I don't know what to think about it. Like Jason Kidd said before this game tonight that when Kyrie comes back, Dante Exum is going to stay in the starting lineup. And, you know, it's, the starting lineup is going to be Luca, Kyrie, Dante Exum, Derek Jones Jr., and Derek Lively, which means that Grant Williams is going to the bench. Well, Kyrie wasn't back tonight, and Grant Williams was already moved to the bench. They decided yeah. to bring Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench and start. So, obviously, his play has led to him being benched. 
you know, kid and the rest of the staff has noticed this, this drop off. But I mean, how concerned are you with this? Is this something that, you know, he's just got to go through and, you know, he'll come around as the season goes along. Is this a Reggie Bullock type of situation, you know, where he just couldn't hit the broad side of a barn for the first part of the year? <laughs> it's beyond that though. It's beyond the shooting all the way down to just movement. Like it almost makes me think that, you know, there's some kind of undisclosed injury that we are not aware of because the guy literally moves like he's got a pole through his back right now. And that's not yeah. me being mean. That's just me being honest with the way that he's moving. Like he doesn't no, move. I agree. Well. He's, he's right. not moving well. Um, and, you know, that has that, 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 that deals with everything, you know, um, specifically his ability to play defense effectively. Um, like it, it looks like to me that there, as menial as it might be, there's some kind of injury that we're not, we have not been made aware of. Um, because this isn't the Grant Williams that we saw at the beginning of the year. This ain't the Grant Williams that we saw in in Boston. So, you know, I I ha- I, I want to believe that there's something going on that we have not been made privy to. Um, Hopefully, it's not a me thing. Because, you know, he missed like four or five games there to a uh, a bone bruise in his knee. And, you know, that that's that's I hope it's not something like that, because, I mean, we both know that Grant Williams is capable of playing better than what we've seen yeah. here in the last several weeks. I mean, this is just not it's not normal. Like usually if a guy's in a slump, they eventually break out of the slump and they there's not these huge swings of good and bad like we've seen so far with him. It's got to be something like that. Like he, he might be okay to go out there and play, but there's no way he's a hundred percent right now. No, I wouldn't even say that he's 75. I mean, you look the way he moves, look at the way he moves. It He moves like there is something wrong with his back specifically. I'm no doctor, but I know what, what it's like to move around with a stiff back. And that's the way he moves right now. And there is no confidence in any of his movements. There's no confidence in any of his game right now. Uh, there was an instance in the first half, it might have been the first quarter, where uh, they passed it ahead to him right before they mo- went to that, like right before they were at the half court line. And uh, he passes it backwards to Luca, who was being face guarded. And it was almost <laughs> yeah. a turnover. The guy was a point forward in college whenever he played at University of Tennessee. The guy can handle the ball. Where is the confidence in yourself as a basketball player in that regard? So if there is no injury, then there is something seriously psychologically wrong going on, and it needs to be evaluated and it needs to be addressed. Either way, he's not the Grant Williams that we saw at the beginning of the year. I hope that it's due to some kind of physical ailment. And if it's not, then we there's a cause for concern. Well, I mean, it, you might have some psychological stuff going on there because. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When he signed, when he, when that sign and trade happened over the summer and he got the pay raise, you know, he's making around 12, 13 million a year now. He knew that he was going to have a bigger role coming into this situation with the Mavs. And for the first four years of his career with the Boston Celtics, he was basically just a catch and shoot guy, you know, just stand in the corner, wait till you get the ball, shoot the three. That's basically all he did in Boston. So it might be some psychological, you know, maybe, maybe somebody should go and show him the tape of when he was at Tennessee and, you know, what he's capable of doing again, just kind of like trigger that, like, Hey, I can, you know, I can do more than what I'm doing and be confident in it too, because honestly, that's really what Luca likes to play with too. We see it with Dante Exum right now. You know, uh, especially with his shooting, Dante Exum has never been known as a knockdown shooter. When he first came into the league, his shot was kind of broken, but he was an excellent defender. Well, then he spent the last two years before this year in Europe refining that. He can hit shots now. Uh, You know, he's confident in what he does, even though it's not something, you know, he's in a role now that he hasn't been used to overseas for the last couple of years, but he's, he's taken that role. He's confident and he's thriving and that's what they need Grant Williams to do to break out of this. But again, that's just, if it's a psychological thing, if it's a physical thing, then that's a completely different you know yeah. story. <laughs> that, that would be the worst case scenario because you know, you can't really do anything about that if it's physical other than sit him out and feel he's a hundred percent. But the way he's moving, it suggests that there is something physical going on because that is not the way he moved at the beginning of the year, and that is not the way he moved in Boston. He has never moved that way. Like, he literally moves like his vertebrae are all fused together. Like, there is a pole down his back. That is how he moves. Another thing, like, what are the chances that he might – maybe it's like a playing weight issue. Like, what are the chances that he's just not, like, in his optimal – NBA in shape kind of deal like we saw with Luca last year. You know, Luca, I mean, obviously these are NBA athletes, so they're all in shape by our standards, but by NBA standards, like last season, Luca wasn't in shape by NBA standards for a good portion of the season. He is this season and it's made a huge difference. So, I mean, 
what are the chances that Grant Williams just, you know, isn't in his prime shape? I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I mean, I'm not going to speculate on a on a guy's, you know, playing weight because <laughs> I personally have no room to talk uh, about any of that. But, you know, it's, it's something that crosses your mind, at least, when you see how he's moving and, you know, how he's just really dropped off since the first uh, 10 games of the season. Well, I'll, I'll tell um, you this: I have a hard time maintaining a good playing weight in Dallas with all them good Tex-Mex restaurants. So. Oh man! Oh man! And, and Nick and Sam's, and you know all all, all the good places to eat. And the uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, the great barbecue place I went to last time, uh, uh, Pecan Lodge. Ooh! Oof. Oh man! It's Miso it's Maya, food. man. Miso Maya, like that is seared into my brain like <laughs> next time i go to dallas i'm going to miso maya that place was fire we had we had a good time out there that was uh that was a trip of a lifetime for sure oh my god uh, so good it's one of those things where you like if you're wearing a belt you have to take your belt off afterwards <laughs> the thing is we had to walk all the way back to freaking the cuban hotel or what that we were staying at and it was like a mile walk and it was freezing cold, like freezing cold. I will never forget that. I'll, I'll also never forget almost dying on the way home whenever them transfer trucks were sliding on the ice. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what we're talking about here is when I had my, uh, or before I got married, we had a bachelor trip where we just went and went out to Dallas and stayed for like four or five days or something like that. And uh, you know what? That game we went to for that was Mav Sons. So, yeah. you know, it, it's all intertwined. It all comes it full circle. <laughs> but I'll, I'll never forget that. That was that was a great time, even though the Mavs didn't win. Uh, you know, it's okay. They yeah. won tonight, which is which is what matters. But um, I'm, I'm looking here and um, just kind of some housekeeping stuff before we uh, head to the end of this thing, but Mavs PR uh, tweeted out that Luca recorded his sixth career 50 point game tonight against the Suns. So it's kind of crazy that, you know, I feel like that's happened more than six times, but apparently that was just his sixth 50 point game. He has more 50 point games than every other Maverick combined with, with, um, hold on, let's see. So other Mavericks that have had 50-point games. Dirk had two. I was there for one of them. Yep. <laughs> Jamal Mashburn had one. And Jim Jackson had one. So a total of four overall, and Luka has six by himself. That's crazy. And the Mavs are 6-0 and when Luka scores 50 or more. So, you know, if Luka wants to average 50 points a game, the Mavs will go 82-0 and and sweep playoffs and win multiple championships. Yeah, he just has uh, to score 50 a game, that's all. Yeah, that's all he's got to do is just, you know, turn on the Wilt cheat code and, and just get after it. <laughs> Most points on Christmas Day in NBA history. Number one, Bernard King with 60. Number two, you guessed it, Wilt Chamberlain with 59. And then number three, Luca is now tied with Rick Barry um, for third place. 50 points. So hats off to Luca. Incredible game. Uh, the, some other stuff, some other uh, housekeeping notes 
here. Uh, 20 points, 10 rebounds for Derek Lively. That's his fifth career triple-double. Uh, it's his second 20-point. I said triple-double, double-double, sorry. It's a 20-point, 10-rebound double-double, and that's his second one of the season. The Mavs are 4-1 and one when Lively notches a double-double this season. So, uh, And also, you know, before they before the Mavs won that game on Saturday night against the San Antonio Spurs, they were 0-5 against uh, any team when Lively didn't play. But then they got that win against the Spurs, so now they're 1-5 without Lively. But moral of the story is, if you have Derek Lively on the floor playing with Luka, and especially with Kyrie too, because their record, I think they're like 10-4 and when all three of them play together, you're going to win a lot of games. So, yeah, uh, crazy stuff. We didn't even mention how Luka became the fastest active player to score 10,000 career points tonight. You know, he got that in the first quarter alone, I believe. Um, and it, you know, it's just crazy to see the pace that he's on and some of the guys that, uh, you know, that he's on that list with, I think he's the, I think it said he's the sixth youngest and he's the seventh fastest overall in league history to hit 10 K. So just crazy stuff from Luke and we see it on a nightly basis. I mean, what else can you say? What else can We're you spoiled. say? We are, we are extremely spoiled and you know, I, uh, I'm trying to savor every minute of it because I can't believe it's his sixth season, man. It's, uh, you know, the, the Dirk era went by so quick and, you know, it kind of, it went from my childhood into adulthood, you know, cause he played for so long. And then, you know, before his career ended, it was the beginning of the Luca era and his rookie season. So, you're right. I mean, it, it, spoiled is the best way to put it because we've we've been so long with uh, without either of those dudes, and it's already year six for Luca, and uh, I just can't believe it. It's crazy. If he keeps doing stuff like he did tonight. You know, the Mavs are gonna they're gonna uh, make some real noise in the Western Conference this year if they can stay healthy. Injury bug has kind of racked up a few losses for them that I think they would have won otherwise. So. Looking ahead at the schedule, like I said, they play the they, they head home to Dallas. They leave Phoenix, head home to Dallas, play the Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday. Uh, and then after that, they have a tough three-game road trip. They'll play in Minnesota on Thursday night, a second night of a back-to-back against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Really tough game there, playing them on the second night of a back-to-back. Then they fly to San Francisco to take on the Golden State Warriors, and then they finish it off against the Utah Jazz. So uh, against the Cleveland team that's missing uh, Darius Garland and Evan Mobley, I think they need to take advantage, win that game, <laughs> to get to 19-12 and 12 before you head off on this tough uh, three-game road trip, which, I mean, honestly, looking at it, Minnesota is the only one that I'm kind of iffy about. I think without Draymond Green, the Mavs can kind of handle the Warriors and the Utah Jazz. So we'll see how it goes. Now, uh, before we take off here, I do have to tell you guys about the Sleeper app. So the Sleeper app, if you like daily fantasy sports, if you think you know basketball, go make you some picks on the Sleeper app. Uh, if you use our promo code STEPBACK, and it's all capital letters, all one word, uh, you can get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. 
Uh, I have used it a few times. I I try not to go crazy, you know, doing this stuff for every single game. But you know, I do I do like to you know test my knowledge and see see what I can you know, if I can get a little change, a little extra change. So <laughs> now I'm looking at the uh, Tuesday night lineup in the NBA and we got the Nets versus the Pistons. We got the Magic versus the Wizards, Hawks and the Bulls, Pacers and the Rockets. The, let's see, you have the Grizzlies and the Pelicans, the Timberwolves and the Thunder. Dang, it's a stacked lineup. We got the Kings and the Portland Trailblazers, and then we got the Charlotte Hornets and the LA Clippers. So, a stacked Tuesday night lineup in the NBA. I'm looking at that Minnesota OKC game. I think that's probably, let's see here. Hold on, just say, okay, Minnesota OKC. Anthony Edwards. Let's see, his over-under for assists plus rebounds is 11.5. I'm going to take the under on that because, you know, OKC is a pretty good defensive team. Uh, Shea Gillius, Alexander. Now, this is this is one of those things where, you know, both teams, uh, you know, they might struggle a little bit more offensively than what they're used to. Uh, and, you know, Shea Julius Alexander, his over-under for points, 33.5. I'm going to take the under there, actually. I think against, you know, Rudy Gobert in that front line, it's going to be tough for him to, you know, easily get what he normally gets. So uh, I got those two picks. And then also I'm looking at that Memphis uh, Memphis Grizzlies-New Orleans Pelicans game. And I'm looking at the assist for John Morant in that one. I'm taking the under for him as well on 7.5 assists. I think he's going to score at will, but, you know, passing-wise, I think uh, the Pelicans with Herb Jones, as I call him instead of Herb, <laughs> Herb Jones and all of those uh, rangy defenders that the Pelicans have, I think uh, I think Jaw's going to stay under that 7.5 assists. So, again, yeah. use our promo code STEPBACK and get up to $100 off. Uh, or $100 match, rather, on your first deposit. So just to let you know what I'm talking about with that, if you go get the Sleeper app and you deposit a max of $100 for that, then your balance will say $200 because they're going to basically just give you that 100 to play around with. So anyway, go do that. Use our promo code. really helps us out. Uh, DJ, that's going to do it. Great Christmas day slate of games and it was capped off with the Mavs getting a big road win and Luca putting on a show uh, and ruining all the Phoenix Suns fans Christmas just taking a crap in all their stockings it was great uh, <laughs> so, uh, it was great I mean I don't know what else to say I'm uh, I'm very pleased with how this uh, this NBA Christmas went so Guys, we appreciate it. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel and go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That, that stuff really helps us out. It also enters you for a chance to win any giveaways we do in the future. So go leave that review, put your social media at, and you will have your name thrown into the hat for that going forward. So guys, appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your post-Christmas. If you're going back to work, uh, this week, Godspeed, uh, at least. 
<laughs> at least you it's one of those things where you know christmas uh if you have christmas in the middle of the week then it's more likely you get the whole week off but i realize that's not how it is for a lot of people so if you if you're not godspeed if you do you know have the rest of the week off uh congratulations and we will see you next time i'm gonna be very busy driving to dallas and doing various things out there with uh with my nephews so Probably not going to jump on the pod until next week instead of doing multiple pods like I normally do during a week's time. So I'll see y'all next week. Y'all have a good one. Merry Christmas, guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.